Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's edition of Real Christianity with your Bible teacher, attorney, Mosley Collins. Mosley is joined today by a special guest, Dr. Donald Partridge, an expert in helping divorced parents and stepfamilies. There is hardly one family within the hearing of my voice that has not been injured by divorce one way or another. And sometimes it seems the hurting just won't stop. Mosley and Dawn have a message of hope and healing. It's a new way to live in a world scarred by divorce. And now here is your teacher and my husband, Mosley Collins, with his guest, Dr. Donald Partridge. Thank you, Lisa, and welcome my listeners to today's edition of Real Christianity. And I am pleased and blessed to be joined by Dr. Donald Partridge. Hello, Don. Hi, Mosley. And uh, Don and I have been um, in a series, uh, my listener, with all these concepts and uh, tools from the Bible on how to raise healthy children in spite of divorce, in spite of abandonment, in spite of the, the mom's not in the, in the family, the dad's not in the family, and uh, how to survive divorce, really. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, in our society today, it's becoming the norm, the divorce culture. Yeah. And it's really mostly affecting every family now. Um, rarely is there a family. In fact, I did actually meet a guy who has n- doesn't even have best friends that are divorced. They're all f- intact marriages. Wow. But that's very, very rare now today. Yeah, that's like a museum piece. <laughs> yeah, it's a museum piece. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I tell you that the, the, the spirit of divorce is selfishness. Yes. It's when one of the partners says, you know, don't I deserve to be happy? I'm leaving. You know, I've, I've, there's a cute guy at work. There's a cute girl at work. And, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, don't I deserve to be happy? It's all selfishness, really. Yeah, or one, one uh, spouse... Um, wants to uh, involve themselves with a particular sin like drunkenness or something and, and forces the other to leave. You know, yeah. some people leave outside their will. But, but one person is self-centered. Yeah. And it works. Yeah, yeah, either way. I mean, I think two, two saved Christians who both will do whatever Jesus tells them to do will not get divorced. Well, that is our prayer. And that's, why, of course, why we delight you and me both sincerely in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes, amen, amen. So what are we doing today, Don? Let's, uh, let, me, let me begin with a story. Very interesting subject today. You know, um, we talk about blessing the ex-spouse. You know about uh, uh, f- us trying to build healthy kids and anchor our children into a life that is stable and will give that child life uh, throughout their lives. Um, and in doing so, we've talked about um, anchor points on, on uh, how to respond to an ex-spouse and to do good to that ex-spouse and to try to defend and honor. And you like saying, be the, be the ex-spouse's best cheerleader. And um, we talk about enduring some difficulties and sometimes taking the wrong, things like that. I mean, we, we have talked about these attributes on how to respond to an ex-spouse for the sake of our children for the sake of our kids and the point is with this series is how to build healthy kids right 
And uh, I had a woman come to me, Mosley, and she said, I hear what you're saying. I mean, and I agree with what you're saying, and I want to do that, but I have a special problem, and I feel that my situation is a little bit different. And I said, well, do you mind talking to me? And she said, no. And so we were sitting down. um, There was a group of us that sat down to listen to this woman's story. And she said, well, I have a 12-year-old daughter, and my husband uh, is a convicted sex offender. Ouch. And uh, he is currently in jail. He will be getting out within the next year or so or whatever. Um, my daughter wants to see her dad, but if they are together... She said, I want you to know and believe me when I tell you, if he is together with my daughter alone, he will molest her. Ouch. He is just this chronic sex offender. So she says, I hear all this about blessing the ex and defending the, the, that in parents' rights and, and doing good and, and taking the wrong. But what do I do in that situation? Um, and that was a that was a neat that was a neat uh, uh, situation to have presented to us because it it will allow us to once again go over these principles in a new light yeah. in a new light with a what do you do with a woman who herself is a good woman but she has a sex offender well it's like As the ex-husband. worst case scenario. I mean, the worst case scenario. That's, that's the worst case scenario of an ex. I mean, if your ex is a convicted child molester who you think will molest your child, that's like the worst case scenario. That's the hardest case there is. And, and this is why it's exciting for us professionally, because if we can solve this worst case scenario, right. then everything else kind of lines yeah, up. exactly. And actually, isn't that, just, just to digress a little bit into our favorite subject, which is the Bible, isn't that pretty much the case that Jesus had uh, throughout the New Testament is he was presented with worst case scenarios. Yeah, always, uh, um, always. A person who died, an individual, uh, and not only did he die, Lazarus, but he was buried, and Lord, he is rotting now, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, not only blind, but blind from birth. Not right. only um, uh, a leprous, but fully engulfed in leprosy. Yeah. I mean, these are, and, and it's just, it's a characteristic, and it's not just a demon-possessed man, legions of possessions and if he right. can care and 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 the same way with the woman at the well it's not just a woman who has had difficulty with one spouse five ex-spouses she yeah. she excised from her life and she's living with well, that is such one, an interesting you know? observation that yeah. when we see jesus in the new testament he's really confronting the worst case scenarios yes and meaning that, and, and Paul even said that, that he himself considered himself chief sinner, meaning, as he says, if God can do it to me well, then anybody <laughs> can, can find salvation. Right, and right. So, and so this is professionally why I say it's exciting, this story, because, I mean, it's a tragic story, but it's exciting for us professionally because we can deal with the story, Mosley, then we can pretty much fall in line with everything. And, and, yeah. and here's the point that I, we, want to, we want to bring to the story here. Um, and, and here is a huge issue, Mosley, I want to begin with in, in tackling this story. 
Mosley, a lot of times what we do as individuals, your listeners are doing now, is we put values on the X. This person is irresponsible. This X is uh, bad in this way. They're irresponsible with money or irresponsible um, with relationships. And they're, um, you know, I'm good, she's bad, I'm right, that individual is wrong, I'm moral, that other ex is immoral, I'm righteous, the other ex is unrighteous. And we try, and we paint not only the other spouse into a certain kind of value, but we put ourselves into a certain type of value. Mm -hmm. So we value ourselves, we put ourselves under a certain value, and we value the X. And what this solution is, the beginning solution to all of this is to reduce the idea of value. Mosley, what we are doing these last many, many programs that we've talked about on how to instigate health into our children, the beginning stages of instigating health into our children is to quit putting huge value on the X and quit putting huge value on you. And again, I say, normally what we do is we value ourselves and we devalue the X. Or we say, look, the X is devaluing themselves. Look at their behavior. Look at who they are. And I want to stop that and say it's not... The, it's the, it is the evaluations that get us into trouble that cause us to not enter into bringing health to our children. Yeah, it, Honestly so, that's the case. Yeah, and, and when you say value the X, you mean to, really, you mean put a very um, terrible value on to the X. To put a label on the, on the X. Yeah. Uh, and in our cases, we put a bad label on the X. I mean, we put a label that is the X is bad. The X is no good. They're wrong. Uh, they are immoral, something. And then we also put on us, though, mostly, just, on, just as much and as wrong on the other side, we put a value on ourselves. And we say to your listening audience, Mosley, what value do you have with your ex between you and your ex? Who are you? And what we want to do is is mitigate that. We want to lessen the values. And and why we're doing this is is through what what we have often quoted in our uh, um, programs here. That fifth commandment, the fifth commandment, uh, is a disinterested. Um, observation of mother and father it says simply honor thy father and thy mother which we think that that's easy when they're good but are you saying that we should honor when they're bad yeah see that's the point is i'm good they should be honoring me he's bad the ex is bad they should not well i don't know if they should really be honoring that ex exactly (laughs) the the bible is not putting a value on father and mother. It is simply putting a fact on father and mother. So it doesn't say honor your good father and honor your good mother. Yeah, but we do. Yeah. We say, 
Well, there are big if stipulations to this. If the parent is wholesome, good, righteous, toes the line, Christian, we do these things. But, we, but we're adding something to the Bible that God never put there. He never put there. He is simply saying that this is the facts of the case. The facts of the case that there are two biological individuals attached to that child. And if we're going to begin, begin to to look at how to build healthy children mostly we have to look at the facts of the case and not the values of the case because the values muddy the water cause distortion and cause behavior change right so if a person is the biological father they should be honored regardless of whether they're in prison whether they're on death row whether they're child molesters whether they are drunkards and now we're going to have to, people are listening to me say this. And they're saying, oh, you can't mean that. Yeah, because that's what God said to do. And, and we can flip it. Not only the bad guys, yeah. but also the people who may have left the marriage. Of course, yeah. then they're bad guys, but they have prospered in their life. They, uh, they have new boats and new houses and new lives and they have new cars. New girlfriends. And they have beautiful, <laughs> beautiful women around them. They have beautiful <laughs> men around them and they're of the beautiful society. And they're they going have, to Vegas and they're going to Yeah, they have all the surgeries. And, they, you know, and so it's, it's not just the person in the in Folsom prison, but it's also the individual who seems to be getting by with everything and there's no justice in the world. I mean, how, wherever you want to go in the spectrum, God is silent with value. Yeah. Do you see that, Moses? Yeah, I do. God says, honor your father, honor your mother, whether they're whether you, whether you think that they're great or whether you think they're not. You put blinders on. Yeah. And I, I got to tell you, it, this is a stumbling point to people oh, sure. because we will talk about this mostly and won't individuals come back to us. And, and if the radio listening audience would like to do is come on to a Friday program that currently Fridays we are doing live programs and we have live call in. Listen to the caller. What will they say? We'll say, Mosley, you and I will say, well, this is how we're to respond. And what they will say is, yes, I'm doing that, but, but, and here's the big but, but I want you to know that, well, they drink. Yeah, they smoke. They smoke. And they and have a girlfriend. They have a girlfriend. They're well, living with a girlfriend. They're living with a boyfriend. And, and they and don't he, pay their child and support. And here's the big one. Then, then we start getting coerced, Mosley. Um, well, they're not Christians. You, you, what Don and Mosley, are you saying we're supposed to treat them the same whether they're Christian or not? See, then all of a sudden we're assaulted with the terminology, yeah, but they're not a Christian. Mm-hmm. In fact, you and I had one, one caller say to us, well, if he has, if my son has a relationship with the father, he will lose his Christianity. Yeah, that's what she said. So we're held hostage. <laughs> we're held hostage to our concepts because we are saying this is what you need to do, and this is what we're saying the Bible is saying to do. It is a. It is bringing a disinterested evaluation of the parent. It is simply saying this is father and this is biological mother, and we have responsibilities to that. Okay. Yes. Let's go back to the story we told at the beginning, which is the woman has an ex who's a child molester who will molest the child. Now, we're going to have to do two things. 
we're going to have to protect the child yes and honor the ex at the same time now now you have you have now said two huge terms which we're going to talk about and this is the next line of reasoning that we're going to work with and that is how do you protect the child at the same time how do you honor the ex yeah now that is going to be a struggle and we're going to take on this here i know music is coming on we're going so to we're going to have to take a little yeah, break yeah. but that is what we're going to have to do we're going to have to if we want healthy children if we want to obey the word of god because the word of god says protect your children and the child should honor the father and the mother so we have to find a way for the sake of our children of doing both these things and we will find a way and we'll discuss that way as soon as we come back from our break i hope you're enjoying today's edition of real christianity with attorney Mosley Collins and Dr. Donald Partridge. You can get a copy of today's message or purchase the entire series by going online to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com. Now, let's get back to our message. Thank you, Lisa. So here we have a mom faced with a dilemma, a child at risk and a dad who might hurt her. So, number one, we always have to honor the father, but here we have to not only honor the father, but we need to protect the child. And that seems uh, like it could be a conflict, but we're going to have to do it in a way it's not. It, it, it is a conflict. And in, in the story, the father will molest the daughter. Worst and case so, scenario. So worst case scenario. So we have, to, we have these two competing ideas. How do we talk to our, how does a woman talk to her daughter and have her daughter still not carry animosity and hatred and disgust toward her father because if she does she will do apply those same concepts to herself and destroy her own life so how can she uh honor her father and at the same time how can the mother protect the daughter well you know you said something that was so huge in a previous program and you talked about speaking faith to the children your dad's going through something now, but it's gonna—he's gonna be—he's gonna get through this, and uh, you know he's always loved you. Now that's speaking faith to a child. Because, yes, you know that's like calling things as though they were that are not. That's right. That's right. You know, and we can always because we are in this life, and doesn't the scripture speak to us hope? We can share yeah. that same living water of hope yeah. to our kids. Because that 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 ex could be saved and could get a new life. Yes. Tomorrow. Absolutely. And and even if that ex does have a new life, we still need to follow certain precautions. Protect the and, child. And and prove these things out. This is a difficult thing, mostly. Oh, I it's mean, very and here's difficult. here's the mom talking to a ten year old. Let's say, well. The daughter right now is 12, but let's say the daughter is younger, nine, eight. The daughter, all the daughter wants to do is, I just want to be with dad. Mom, yeah. you're stopping me from being with mm-hmm. dad. And, and and the mom cannot go into any rationales because uh, to protect the daughter and to protect her because the daughter is reactive as a young child. And therefore, if she knows her dad is a bad guy, then she'll mm-hmm. hate her dad. So y- y- she needs to walk a fine line here as the child is old. But she needs to nevertheless make sure the daughter is not with the dad or if there Alone. is su- supervised visitation. Alone, yeah. you know? So one way to do that is for the mom to say, I'm going to go with you. Yes. And because that'll help dad. Yeah. 
and uh, or we're going to have this individual. You know him. His we're going to call him Uncle Charlie, yeah. and Uncle Charlie's going to be with you, and and you can just be with your dad and with Uncle Charlie. We want that, you know. Yeah. So we're it's it's how to do that. Now I want you to know, Mosley, this is not an easy thing to to solve. Oh no, and and it can't be easy, and we cannot you and I treat it as something right. that oh yeah we can solve this. It is hard. Because we don't want to spill the beans on the other parent. Well, I just want you to know your father's a sex offender. That can destroy a child. That information really is information to a 25-year-old child. Right. Uh, To a budding teenager, you would want to say something like, "Um, sweetie, right now your father's going through some things. And so we we need to be careful. I just want to be careful. And well, mom, I just want to be with dad. I, he's asking me to spend the night. You know, can we just go? And, and you're saying, I'm just saying to you, sweetie, we can't. We can't go there. Why? Why? Why can't I? Why can't I? We just can't. And we, we, we just have some struggles and your dad and I are working some things out, but right now that's the way it is. But why, why can't, and, and I, I'm saying to you, it's a difficult answer mostly, but the solution must be to protect the child. But at the same time, we're not going to divulge information to a certain uh, maturity level right, of a child right. that can't handle that information. <clears throat> right. So it's difficult. it's difficult. I'm saying to you, it's difficult, but well, it's and, possible. And of course it's difficult because this is the worst case scenario. Yes. Uh, you know, a husband, an ex-husband that uh, can drive drunk is another tough one. Very tough. Very tough. Oh, I'm taking the kids. Well, where are you going? Well, we're going to go to blah, blah, blah. And then the kid says, well, dad's drinking. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. That's really tough. That's got to be shut down. These then, are, yeah. These, yeah, these are hard, hard things. So, both have to be uh, accomplished as God gives us the strength. I mean, this is something that only God can help us do. The end result of this thing is where we want our children to say, "I love Dad. I understand the situation, and it's okay." Yeah, it's okay. Now we're going to take another short break for a commercial message. And then Donna and I'll be back with our final thoughts. Hi, this is Dr. Donald Partridge. In addition to teaching real Christianity, my friend Mosley Collins is a personal injury attorney. He has a calling from God to help those who have been badly injured, and he has successfully done so for 30 years. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you'll want to call Mosley Collins for help. He has won hundreds of injury cases, and he can win yours. There's never a fee until he wins your case. So call Mosley and his staff at 916-444-4444. Just remember all fours for legal help. Thanks, Don. Now it's my turn. Dr. Partridge is an authority on the needs of single parents, step families, and a new way to live in a world broken and scarred by divorce. But don't let what you have heard here today get away from you. I want you to have this series. So go to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com to order this life-changing series of CDs today. If you have enjoyed this program, or if you would like Mosley and Dawn to speak to your group, call us at 916-444-4444. Now, here's a final word from Mosley. Thank you, sweetie. So, Don, here's our worst-case scenario, and if we can use this principle on the worst case, it'll certainly work on the better cases. 
Yes. Uh, protect the child. Honor the honor the ex. Here's the point: we cannot build healthy children on negative attitudes. Yes. You cannot no. cannot build healthy children on negative attitudes toward either parent. Right. It will never work. A negative plus a negative will never go positive. No. And so we must have our children have a positive attitude toward any parent, whatever the situation that parent is in. That's right. But then we have to protect that child, and there are ways to do that. So it's it's we walk that fine line. Yes, we do. So that is uh, how to approach this difficult situation and have healthy children. If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end... It's up to you because only you can save your baby. 